0: I am a sister,
1: I am a man,
0: I am a wife, I am a daughter, I
1: am Chinese, I am a son,
0: I am American, I am Asian, I am Canadian, we,
1: we are all jokes
2: and you are tuning in to the Bamboo Star Podcast.
1: Welcome back to a very special podcast of The Bamboo Star. I am your host, John. I'm joined once again today by our two lovely co-hosts, who are...
2: Asunta and Angelina.
1: Hello, hello.
0: Hi. Hello.
1: So, we are a bunch of Chinese individuals who grew up in Western world, and we're here to talk a bit about ourselves and also various topics um, and our thoughts in regards to um, how it affects us and also sharing our thoughts and views um, and perhaps even a review today. And this is a special podcast, Um, it's going to probably break the normal cycle of our release schedule, but what are we talking about today, ladies?
2: We're going to be talking about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. very very exciting
1: does it is it is it exciting
2: i'm gonna say it's one of like the better movies that i have seen recently
1: (laughs) okay so what other movies have you seen recently
2: you want i don't want people coming for me but i mean okay fine if that's what you want compared to black widow i would choose shang chi any day
1: I see. So, <laughs> so, so your bar is, is between Black Widow and other Marvel movies.
2: <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's the only like more recent release movie that, that I, I have Star seen. movies,
0: you mean? Yeah, like Hollywood. That's true. That's there weren't that many that were released. Like Fast Nine was released, but never, we didn't go to see it. Yeah, I haven't so seen that either. Can't really compare. And everything else was before pandemic.
1: Which is uh, about a year ago now more um, than a
0: year kidding <laughs> <hearing> me?
1: <laughs> yeah so um i guess yeah for our this is a topic about shang chi but shang chi i'm gonna get grilled probably <laughs> over the recording of this but um yeah so we uh, i guess uh just to let everyone know our listeners know this is what the week after this is the middle of the week right after it was released so right after release weekend of shang chi And we were lucky enough to actually go to a screening um, of the movie uh, with some friends, uh, private screening, and everyone was kind of covered up and et cetera. Um, How'd you guys like that actually, like going to actually stepping foot in a movie theater, which we haven't really done in over a year?
2: Um, With the experience of getting, like, I guess it's pretty much a lot of people that I knew. And we had the organizer had already screened everyone to make sure that they followed the rules they uh he gave us a seating arrangement and made sure everyone was double back so I felt really safe but I don't know if I would feel the same if I went into just like a regular movie theater without like having the I guess the privacy of people that I know and like the screening
0: of double vaccinations and stuff
1: okay okay how about you uh I
0: mean it was nice not having to be outside watching uh a movie for a change i mean not that i don't enjoy that
1: what, what do you mean watching a movie outside
0: well so we've been doing so throughout the pandemic we've been like between friends and families we've been doing like backyard screening of various movies that one of the ones that we watched was actually black widow uh when it became available on disney plus uh, I think also mulan uh, yes and also mulan like uh, so it's, it's nice. It's a different kind of like atmosphere, but like being in the theater, it's nice to have a comf- a really comfortable chair to be sitting in and watching the movie like that. Um, and like being in close in the more like darkness, but like, you know, it's kind of like a familiar thing that you kind of haven't been doing for a while. But yeah, um, in terms of that that was great um I think I do like the fact that everybody was screened and double backs and whatnot um I don't know how I would feel about going back to a normal theater but I have heard from other friends who have gone that now at least here in Toronto Canada um when you do go that you are it's assigned seatings so it's not like some random person is sitting directly right in front of you so they do every other row uh, at least and then uh, everybody's assigned seating as well.
1: Cool. I mean for me it was predominantly just being able to see the silver screen again Uh, the 90-foot screen, it was kind of nice and especially the sound system that's in a theater uh, you can't really replicate unless you have a a pretty good uh, large house home system which we don't have the luxury of so until I make the big bucks. I don't think I'm ever gonna have that kind of ability to have that experience personally. So, I think just being there in that presence with the sound, the darkness, the the ninety foot screens, it was a great experience to be back and um, I look forward to going back to theaters. Like I'm excited for more movies.
2: Yeah, it feels kind of nice, I guess to. See- say like we're taking a step towards normalcy whatever normalcy is nowadays but yeah and to Asunta's point it's nice not getting bit by bugs and like freezing in the cold too as the night kind of draws on as we watch these
0: nice movies and not having to actually clean up everything and return it to the regular backyard after we're done with the movie yeah
1: cool I mean this isn't an episode about how to set up a backyard movie setting but That's what we've been doing. Um, Maybe we'll share a bit more later on about when we actually do these things.
2: Listeners, if anyone want pointers, we have done this many, many times. We can maybe help you set up your own backyard screening. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
1: But um, besides that, uh, let's actually go into reviewing actually something pretty cool. Um, So I guess for this movie, um, let's start from the beginning and say like, what have you guys done prior to the movies? To actually just about Shang-Chi, um, how, how hyped were you, um, how much uh, information did you go in, did you decide to go in like, you know, uh, cold turkey like nothing before, um, like how, how, how did that kind of happen for you guys in terms of leading up to the movie itself, did you know who the lead was, did you follow the news, like w- what's been going on?
0: When
2: I first heard about Shang-Chi, I don't think I really knew much about it. Uh, I originally wanted to go in Cold Turkey, aside from knowing that Simu Liu was in it, Tony Leung was in it, and Fala Chen was in it. um, I was going to just go in without watching any trailers or anything like that, so I wouldn't see anything of it. But unfortunately, I told my mother about the movie, and she was (laughs) like, play me all the trailers. I need to know what's going on. So I ended up watching, like, all the trailers that were out there and then i stopped myself there so that i wouldn't spoil anything further so basically the trailer if people have seen it it's like the bus scene fight okay and like that to me was already mind-blowing and i'm like oh my gosh i cannot wait like after seeing the trailer itself i think this was like a week before we went to go watch it sure i was super hyped
1: Okay. okay So for me, I think uh, it was predominantly just I want I don't know if I really want it to be cold turkey because I heard about it. I was curious and for sure, like the whole Chinese aspect of it kind of grabbed me at first. And then next was like, oh, my gosh, it's like a Chinese thing in the MCU. Like, what does that mean? Like, I guess for me, I'm very I'm very attached or at least very curious about the culture. Um, one of the reasons why we're even doing this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And it made me more uh, invested in this movie and hoping like a lot that it would be a really great movie at the end of the day. Um, knowing Marvel as well, it's kind of like, oh, Disney's behind it. Like, it, come on, it can't really be that bad, can it? Right? Like, but at the same time, trying to hold off on expectations, trying to t- taper it. So for me, like, yeah, I've seen some trailers here and there, but I'm like, ooh, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? And then leading up to it, I was just starting to get hyped about it, like going to like say Disney stores and stuff and seeing like the merchandise out there. It's like, oh my God, I saw, I saw the shirt. What does this mean? Or like saw the poster. I'm like, oh no, like I don't want to ruin it for myself. Kind of like what uh, Angelina said, right? I was like, oh man, I, I don't want to mess it up. I'm hoping it's really good. So I had like. I had high hopes going in, mm-hmm. but I did. I was, like, really trying to temper my expectations, hoping that it won't be a flop and trying to, like, even, like, because we were watching it on Sunday, it released on a Friday. And even, like, knowing the week before that there was, like, a premiere kind of thing that was going on where people were, like, started, like, um, things started showing up online. I was like, oh, oh. I, I can't trust it. I can't trust it. I stay away
2: from the internet.
1: Yeah, because they were saying how, like, oh, this is, like, the best movie in, like, you know, like, rating-wise on Rotten Tomatoes, etc. And I was like, oh, man, it, like, come on, man, you, you can't build that hype up that hard. Like, So I was trying to hold myself to, like, kind of try to be more neutral, but knowing that, you know, it is about my culture, it is about Jok in general, like come on, man, like, how, like, it's about me to a certain extent in in, in that, like, it fits my culture, fits my life, I Mm -hmm. have representation, so to me, it was, in itself, just leading up to it, I really hyped up for it, um, and hoping that it was going to be a great movie, so. What about
0: you, Asuta? I saw the original trailer came out, I follow some of the set actors on social media, so, a lot of that has been rolling out and going through my feed. I've saw like I've seen a few in the beginning, and then I'm like, you know, what? I gotta stop like actually watching or looking at some of these. I'm gonna ruin like a lot of it, especially when they started posting like behind the scenes stuff. I'm like, ah, no, gotta stay away from those. But like, yeah, I saw
1: I saw that behind the scene bus thing too, and I was so like, oh, I
0: saw. Okay, no, no, it, it was on my feed. It started playing automatically. I'm like, no, gotta keep scrolling. Okay, keep okay. scrolling. So I started playing, but I also leave like my phone on like I, I don't turn on like um media volumes. So like nothing actually plays. I just see like a screen moving with people sure, moving. Sure. So I don't really like I don't get the full context of it, but I saw it and I'm like okay, I got to just keep scrolling. Um and then uh what was the other thing? Um Yeah, so like I kind of stopped doing that. And then I started seeing pictures of some of the actors or actresses posting me about like the the premieres and stuff i'm like oh that's cool that is fine like those i kind of looked at because they're just pictures and i like looking at the their attires so um that i did look at but other than that so
1: attired costumes no
0: no 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 no. no. they're like red carpet premiere attire attire. not not like not like the movie character like um thing um But yeah, just mainly that. In terms of hype, uh, I wouldn't say I was very hyped up or overly excited going into the movie or anything. I think I would say I was looking forward to it when uh, uh, a little while after it got announced. So not like when Simu himself announced it at like, what was it, um... D 23 or whatever like the the con yeah sure was, when it
1: was first when it yeah, was first yeah like released, i wasn't yeah, particularly
0: yeah. like excited but then when i found out that like oh fala chan and like Halila, we were all gonna be like in there i started taking more interest in it um so i was looking forward to it at that point um and then going into the movie i tried to have no expectations i'm not really like i try to go in with a mindset of Not really like looking at this as like an Asian cultured movie, but more like it's another movie produced by Marvel, and how does that? How would that compare with another Marvel movie instead? So I'm I'm trying to not be biased in that sense.
1: Okay. Okay. Cool. So all right. So I mean, before we go into any spoilers or anything, hoping that listeners, you know, will uh, haven't seen the movie yet. You know, we won't destroy it for them. Um. how do you feel about the movie thus far? Like what like a quick synopsis, or not even synopsis, I guess just a quick review. Quick review in terms of what do you guys like about it, or not even like about it. How do you feel about it? What do you rate
2: I'm not giving it no review. <laughs> I feel like I have to go into details for it, but all I have to say is it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you really, really should take the time out of your day to go watch it. Because it is that good.
1: Okay, okay, cool. So I think, um, for myself, I think, uh, I was blown away at parts. Um, I was very, with my expect tampered expectations, I guess were surpassed, uh, for sure. Um, I don't know, well, going in, I, I was already, I don't know if I can say like, oh, like if I had high expectations for this movie, whether or not it would be under that bar at all, but I would... Say that I'm impressed with the movie and very um, excited for what's to come in terms of future, if there is any, perhaps, um, sequels or anything. You know, like Iron Man, like Thor, they all kind of, every superhero kind of movie has like sequels, etc. It really makes me kind of like, oh, what's the next one about, or something like that. Like, I want to see more effectively. So, um, I think that might already, you know, give give away a bit in terms of where I'm at, but I think uh, the movie itself was well produced. Of course, there are certain aspects to it that I was a little iffy about, but overall, I think it was it was a great, great movie. I think it's uh, something to expect it from Marvel and even a little bit more, I would say, and I'd go a little bit more into it after we get through that little spoiler wall
0: um I think for me uh I would say it was an entertaining movie uh as expected of any Marvel movies they are entertaining it's fun to watch I had a lot of fun watching it also because there were there were parts in there where I was like okay I can relate to it like I wasn't expecting to like see something like that and I was kind of pleasantly surprised by some of the aspect or things that they included and i was like oh okay that's kind of nice um or like oh hey that's there that's cool you know um kind of thing so um i think uh if you, yeah like angelina said if you haven't seen it go see it it's an entertaining movie it's fun so yeah
1: so out of all right so just a quick quick scroll cross if we had two thumbs to give it two thumbs you can give like half thumbs down thumbs whatever out of two thumbs what are you gonna put up
2: two thumbs and all my toes too i guess at that point
1: whoa okay <laughs> all right she broke that wall right there all right i would give it two thumbs up i'm pretty happy with it
0: i'm pretty happy with it two thumbs up i mean there are obviously would cool. still have them some work you can add in but you know maybe they're just setting up for a sequel all
1: right so without further ado, let's uh, just advise all the listeners if we're going to jump into spoilers and kind of dig a little deeper in terms of the movie. Um, maybe towards the end, we'll come back and talk more about the kind of uh, Asian culture aspect of it as well. But for sure, um, I think it's uh, we have to dive into spoilers and the Asian culture and everything. Um, so if anything, go watch the movie, come back and keep playing and listening yeah. to us. But from here on out... We're going spoiler territory. Let's go. Woo! Woo! Oh, actually, well, I guess if you stopped already, but if not, let's jump right into our fun fact of the day, real quick. This is a little segment that we like to give a little bit of facts about something fun. Uh, and let's go. Fun fact of the day! The day, the day, the day, the day. So, what's our fun fact of the day? Angelina got the chance to pull
2: it up. I. Actually stumbled across this recently after watching the movie. Um, and turns out Menger, who is um the sister, she plays Xiaang, I believe. Sha, Sha, Sha Ling or something. Uh, like Sha that. Ling, and she actually met her husband on set and ultimately got married to him, like within Ooh, the whole production
0: time. That's cute. Ew. Yeah. He was, I believe he's in the tech. The logical side of oh, the movie. Oh, that's what that post meant. Awesome. Okay.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah, so... it was
2: cool because, like, I actually saw a mm-hmm. interview and they, like, she kind of just <laughs> brushed over it. She didn't go into too much details, but basically, um there was like no engagement, no ring, no proposal. They just, it was just pure love. They got married, and then Simu and Aquafina actually like threw them a party for their marriage.
0: Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay.
2: Pretty cool. They look really cute when I, like, saw the pictures and stuff.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Next time, if there's a casting call, maybe you should sign up and maybe you'll get married.
2: Oh! Um, <laughs> I don't know about that one. Oh, but talking about casting call, nothing to do with the fun fact of the day, I wish I could have gotten casting called like, to be one of the um, soldiers for Tony Long. I think that would have been really cool. Oh, because they all had
1: masks I think, on, I anyway? Think, I think for us any part in the film as an extra would be amazing
2: you're not wrong i'd probably
0: just pause and take a picture and be like oh my god look at that
1: i, I know that was my living. back
0: so basically what she's <laughs> saying she's gonna be like full-on spider-man at civil war it's fanboying fan girling yeah i mean like yeah like, i like the
2: phone on and like film the fight i, I think would.
1: at that point you get fired as the extra yeah
2: probably <laughs> think i would do anything like that to jeopardize my chance of being in a movie
1: but uh anyways yeah get get on set maybe find someone you like that's the fun fact of the day (laughs) day, 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 day. all right do
2: not follow his advice that is not that is strictly not something we advise you to do
1: and back in a spoiler territory right where we started um so uh how do you want to do this Let's go straight into it. How'd you guys like it? What was your favorite part? I guess, what do you want to do? Oh, because clearly, all right, let's see. Should um, we start from so, from the start, time? let's go um, with the movie. I mean, I think one of the greatest uh, things I thought uh, at the very start, even just like the first scene, um, I was actually hunting for that uh, crawl. Or the the screen where it shows like in the intro movies most of the time, they'll do like kind of the title, the title, uh, title slide or if you want to call that. Um, And it didn't show up. Um, But because it didn't show up, I was actually very focused on actually like every kind of nuance that was going on at the very beginning. And the intro or like the first five minutes, I was blown away because it felt like a Chinese movie. Like to me, it was uh, the whole army kind of thing. Uh, The Legion of the Chinese Army, uh, very opening in like old China was very interesting. And I thought that um, was something very uh, different from what you would normally see, even in uh, any other MCU or Western movie. Uh, I was surprised they actually went with that because to me, it felt like they were doing 100 percent into basically Chinese culture and throwing the audience right into it.
0: Well, Um, I mean, they were also trying to explain, like, or at least give you a bit of a backstory as to the characters that they're introducing as well. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. I think
0: it was an appropriate way of doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could have also, like, done something where it was maybe, like, someone tells the story um, and take that approach of, like, a, a flashback and then break it down to you. But no, they didn't do that. They, like, went straight into it. And I was like, oh, this is this is cool. Like, this is an interesting idea." Um, and I don't see, I don't really see that type of style. Uh, I think in a lot of movies.
2: I think I was kind of expecting to be a narrator, kind of like just voiceover of the scenes, but instead it was. Voila. It was like purely in mandarin too, right? Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, and I was just like whoa They're going all
0: out on this like mandarin. Whoa well, there there are subtitles, of course Yeah, so for people who don't fully understand mandarin, they can all Listen yeah, to for it and just for walk, sure. like read the subtitles I yeah, just no- found it very entertaining that
2: it was like they were so committed to it that the first little bit of it was all in mandarin Yeah, and it wasn't just a voiceover I think, like, the first 15 minutes, English, English, basically. Yeah, Mandarin. the funny
1: part was, um, because when we were walking into the film, <laughs> um, we passed by, like, another another, another theater. theater that had actually, was like, oh, That's we're like gonna a have, we're gonna have, um, mand- like, the Mandarin dub or something like that, where it's all, like, like, like for Chinese, for, like, the Chinese crew of people, um, and I was actually kind of, like, concerned. thinking, yeah, concerned, <laughs> thinking that once we're, like, five minutes in, they were still speaking Mandarin, there's no lick of English. And I was like, what is going, I was like, what is going on? Like, did we step into into the the wrong wrong theater theater or something? (laughs) Or did
2: they play the wrong movie?
1: (laughs) Granted, they were still like, like, it was still explaining the story, like, kind of building up and telling you, bringing the audience in. And I was like, well, maybe I'll wait till, you know, they get to like the, uh, maybe like the the westernized side of the story, the film. And maybe like, then maybe I might raise my hand, right? And be like, (laughs) hey, I think you guys played the wrong thing. But they just kept going for, like, good 10, 15, 15 minutes, minutes at the opening. And it was all Mandarin. And I was like, oh, my goodness. But once we got to, like... The, San Francisco? Yeah, San, San, Francisco, San Francisco or the cutscenes right there. It was started blasting English. I was like, okay. All right. I'm good. I'm, I'm, on board. I'm still on board. Like, that kind of, like, at least threw my worries away. So.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, leading into the San Francisco part, what are your thoughts of, like, I guess the time in san francisco
1: i think it was uh it was very appropriate in terms of because they actually gave us actually a, a time frame of like present day or like was it 96 what was it actually did they actually state a specific year i know they stated specific years i think when they were growing up like 96 I think or they something were,
0: i think it was like shang chi moved to like america and when he was 15 and that, that was 1996 or something
1: or something that like that makes sense.
0: that kind of makes yeah. sense yeah like but then
1: it, it kind of like it, it's time stamped it let's, let's yeah. i'd say that and and then of course him growing up and whatnot i think it was very appropriate in terms of like the setting that they did um me being from someone and angelina coming from san francisco it was a very nice way to actually see the city again um yeah. i was i was very impressed uh, of course there are a few things where it's like <laughs> this is probably something that's going to go around like the bus route that they took was incorrect <laughs> it was pretty funny um but they did highlight all the kind of attractions of uh of sf um, yeah. so that, that was really nice like Lombard. they even gate. drove
2: by well like i guess at the end of the scene yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. they were right
2: by giardelli yeah they
1: did the, the 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 stockton train tunnel i believe that's where it was um so, or bus tunnel um that was pretty cool uh it was uh very action-packed i think um but uh, it was nice the even like going through chinatown where simu i mean this was kind of in the trailer too where he walks down the street with his earphones in mm-hmm. that was really nice uh and where they actually worked was actually i believe there's a fairmont or something um and, and that's like an actual location i believe it looked exactly like it it was pretty cool yeah
0: what are your thoughts asunta I don't know the city that well. I just enjoy the movie at that point, honestly. <laughs> what do you think of the shirtless scene? What? When he wakes up and oh. he just
2: starts pumping them push ups. <laughs> oh, my, my first thought was oh, of course he's sleeping without his shirt on. Yes, of course. <laughs> Someone did mention when I was watching, and it, it's like, oh, yes, like, I bet you, like, in his contract, it, like, states, like, how long he has to be shirtless for in
0: the movie. Maybe <laughs> not so much that, but I feel like he's he's also always, like, what's that guy's name? um, Kevin from, like, Bling Empire? He always has to oh, get God. rid of his shirt yeah. for some reason. Yeah. For some reason. I but mean, yes. I don't hate it. <laughs> Just I fire. mean, it's all right.
1: Yeah.
0: But, like, you know.
1: So how about the uh, overall um, movie itself? I mean, I don't know if we want to go scene by scene or anything. We might like actually talk about the whole movie if we keep going like that. That is true. But um, I guess in terms of the storyline or, I guess, favorite scenes that stand out, do you have anything? Aside from the thing of the bus thing, that was pretty impressive, I think. And for me, it was the opening. <laughs> that was really cool. Um, very un- unexpected, I must say. Oh, but sorry, yeah, for yeah. sure
0: and like they jumped right into it out of the blue too like you were not expecting to be that action-packed right from the get-go yeah
2: i think my favorite part would be when they finally got to tallow like no idea what to expect in this i guess like mystical place so the water like starting from the water like
1: so looking for the maze kind of thing
2: uh no no, they're already through the maze like when they go into the waterfall and it's like the water kind of stopped in time, like that was really cool. And then when they got past it and seeing all those mythical creatures.
1: Oh, the Pokemon.
2: They're not Pokemon, guys. <laughs> when I saw Nine Tails, I'm like, yeah, and Nine I was Tails? like, oh, that's
1: a Lowland Bowpix right that there.
0: That is <laughs> not. Oh my goodness, you guys. And then like it
2: was ad. so cute when you get to see all of Morris, the I guess they called him a chicken pig, the chicken pig, like, okay. and all his family. It was so touching.
0: It was cute
2: yeah and then like i guess everything that ha- happened in Ta Long and like the talo sorry and them getting kind of accepted by the family by michelle yo's character and i guess my favorite scenes actually when is, is his name trevor is yeah, like lying tre- on like he's <laughs> like dead and then like dead during and then the morris fight. was like all sad and i'm like oh and then he's just like, yo, I'm pretending. Like, don't worry about it. And then Morris just, like, flops over and plays dead, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, so cute. I know. That, that was really cute, too. I like that part.
1: Cool. So, so you know, you, you could tell Angelina loves some fluffy stuff.
2: I do. Anything fluffy. <laughs> and cute. Although, okay. 50-50 on the cute part. Like, with no face, it's kind of hard to
1: the really furry turkey.
2: want it. Like, really like it. But... Yeah, now that I've seen it in the movie, I am less confused by what I saw at the Disney store when I saw a plush of Morris, and I'm like, "What the? Yeah, I was like, what oh, the okay. heck is this?' and why does it not have a face? <laughs> but now I know not to ask that because it's sensitive about that.
1: Uh huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was funny too. <sighs> yeah.
1: Okay. So, I mean, for me, um, a standout, I guess, scene was probably with. I think one of the big ones was with Ronnie Chang. That was pretty cool. When they were in Macau. Oh, he, where I, I that feel one like,
0: line? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one line.
1: Which line?
2: Oh, that's okay. I speak ABC too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That was actually... That was a very smart... Yeah, like, I mean, it's perfect for him because as a comedian kind of thing. Yeah. Um, a little bit of, like, jab at like, oh, yeah, I speak it. Like, I don't have... Like, it breaks it breaks that line with the audience as well. It allows, but, oh, yeah, you, like, you know... You don't have to keep speaking Mandarin, it's fine.
2: I love how he said ABC and not English, though. Like, he, like, pointed straight to the point that's, like, you're ABC.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, I mean, that whole scene, just, like, there were Easter eggs, like, in that whole kind of, like, fight area with, like, the whole kind of glowing people in the oh, ring. Yeah. Um, the various fighters inside were actually, I think, different, like, MCU, okay. Yeah, like, callbacks stuff. to different yeah. movies and so stuff. So it was really nice. Like, I mean, the amount of Easter eggs, I guess, at the end of the day were pretty cool with Abomination, Wong. Like, basically all these things of, that would relate to, um, just the MCU universe in general. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, and just, like, the Neon going to Macau. I mean, I was hoping it would be, like, Madripoor or something like that. But it
0: wouldn't make sense. Where
1: it would be, like, um, like... Introducing like another, uh, I guess, fictional MCU world instead of Macau, but I mean, it was appropriate that they actually got to show off like an actual like Asian like a city in in China or in that area in that region. So that was pretty cool, where they actually like show like the Grand Lisboa and stuff. And it reminded me a lot more of like my time when like a few times I went to Macau. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. It's a nice throwback to that area of the world.
2: I do have a question. Where is the Abomination from?
1: The Hulk. Hulk. Oh. So he was. Okay. I mean, this was this this version was like a re-rendering of it. I mean, if you watch the Incredible Hulk, which was like, uh, is that even, the
2: original one? Uh, I think it was I think even. So, yeah, it was
1: even before like Iron Man.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. Um, that were it.
1: right after Iron man that showed up. Um, it was and it was like a pretty like not well received received, uh, a, a version of the Abomination that showed up.
2: Oh, so. uh, okay, yeah, because like I heard a lot of friends like talk about it and i'm just like how does everyone know what the name of this thing is that like he fought
1: well because there's i mean in the trailers there was like a lot of hype about it already yeah he showed up in the
0: trailer for like a brief second with wong Uh, or what appeared to be Wong at that point
1: yeah it was actually very interesting that like you the whole time you thought like they would be fighting like against each other and they just like got random things and then they basically showed up and at the towards the end of that at least scene they were like oh yeah like wong was like friends with the abomination was like oh yeah you got to go back and like Work on it like what yeah. the heck? They're all in on this kind of like it's like this fake kind of like it's fight like ring.
0: side hustle to make money because you know they're, they're poor,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was pretty funny in terms of that. Um, so that, that was pretty cool. Uh, how about you, Asinta? what Was uh, it like a standout scene for you?
0: I think there were a couple moments that like I really liked. Um, well, one, the fact that they use so many like uh different chinese martial arts um or that were incorporated in the choreography of the fights um there's like the whole um the more um strong like um assertive or i guess aggressive maybe not so aggressive but like the more like head fighting on attack style, fighting
1: style fighting yeah. style
0: which is more kind of like the wing chun style mm-hmm. and then you like which is kind of like what um we kind of use ish or more, or at least that side of it. And then, but then in contrast to that, especially in the scene where he was fighting Fala in the beginning, you see Fala's use of more, uh, of the martial arts more similar to Tai Chi and -hmm. how that kind of plays out. And usually, I mean, like, to me, it's like, okay, I've seen this, like, how many times in, like, my days? Because, you know, it's a thing that, like, Chinese people do when they do their, like, martial arts film, television, whatever. But, like, you rarely ever see that in, like, western world right even though like crouching tiger hidden dragon you don't have tai chi in there you know sure. so um i think that was that was really cool to be uh shown on screen like that um and then there were just um other uh points like the when they first entered into Tallow, and you see all the mythical creatures and then i'm like oh it's the nine tails which is an actual mythical creature in like the Asian legends of or myths and stuff like you can actually find this creature in like, like the catalog of the myths. Same with the stone lions, which were the ones that were fighting with the people in the they end. they
2: were so cute. They're so big and fuzzy too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't think the stone lions were fuzzy. I but they're stone lions. Well, so they had to make it somewhat real. And like they a have, lion, they had phoenixes, which were always like a, an Asian kind of like. True. mythical deity sort of like a, a creature kind of um and it's funny because um in like the chinese culture like back in ancient china the um uh, emperor would be considered like the dragon like you know like um he, uh, like they, he was uh, represented by, the, by dragon. the dragon yeah and then right. like like his queen on the other hand would be uh, represented by the phoenix usually or like the Or, or like, the female, uh, I guess, queen in in that sense. Not so much an empress, but they're generally represented by the phoenix. So I was like, oh, it's nice to see this kind of, like, subtle inclusion, even though it was, like, kind of short. It was a nice touch. Um, And then there were different um, story points, which I thought was like, hey, okay, that's cute. Like, how um, when Shang-Chi found out that the person he's fighting in the ring was actually his sister, and he's like, "What?" And then they started fighting, and then he's like, "Can you stop hitting me?" And she's just continue to hit him, and I'm just like, "Oh, that's kind of cute, you know, the brother sisterly love." But at the end, she still kicked him anyway. Um, Something I would never do to John because I have learned at a very young age <laughs>
2: if I was to hurt him, he would just hurt me ten times. Like course. I
0: think, I think I really like the part at, at the end where he like, okay, he, he thought like, okay, she's gonna, she stopped hitting me and she's about to walk away, and then in the end, she remembers like how he just kind of left her at home, and she's just like, nope, still pissed, and just kicked him out of like, kicked him and unconscious, like, un- unconscious <laughs> kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I, th- um, I think you bring up the point in terms of. That's pretty cool. Like the, the relationship between the brother-sister kind of relationship. It's there. really real. It was it was pretty nice in that sense they portrayed it to something that would be very I feel like it's very Asian. And then when you go across the board as well, in terms of just looking at the relationships in the film, where it's like uh, say the brother or the, the father-son relationship between um, uh, Shang-Chi and, and Wenwu the dad and then even between like say the mother kind of thing or the the aunt figure it's very Asian in that sense where there aren't a lot of hugs there aren't a lot of oh
0: yeah there like a right. lot of like
1: emotions kind of thing and that's I think that's very traditional in that sense where I feel like it, the movie captures it very well where it's like even like, I guess more more prominent between, say, like, Simu and his, or Simu, Shang-Chi and his dad, right? Where there wasn't really like, they don't really, they acknowledge each other is there, but they don't necessarily show affection
0: the best the way, they have the way, done way was like, like oh. a
1: hug or like, oh, I really like, like, thank you, dad, or like, give you a good hug or anything like that. Granted, in the storyline, he kind of hates his dad to a certain extent, but at the same time, you can see that Shang-Chi is fearful of the dad like to a certain extent it's like that's kind of like that relationship mentality that i think even when i grew up i felt had that kind of feeling <laughs> like you, you have to learn to fear your parents to a certain extent but fear slash respect yeah right where it may not be affection um or like something like oh you just see your parents you see your aunt or something you run up and hug them like it's it, that's that's i grew up the way i grew up that wasn't a thing so i i feel I like i like
0: the most uh, even like nowadays if we do do hugs it's like a side hug
1: yeah side hug or even <laughs> with,
0: like a little are a little weird yeah, yeah generally don't no, the best we do is like a side hug or like in the movie it's like that like head to head thing between like yeah that was Shang-Chi very, close. That was, that was very only, close that was the only yeah. that was the most they would so it's
1: do. not like say like um say new yorkers or something right no. where they're like oh i love you brother or something they hug and they kiss each cheek kind of thing like i feel like oh, even no, if someone no, did that to no, me today i'd be like yeah, so I think it captured, like, the relationship aspect of how all the characters were in relation to each other felt very authentic Chinese. Okay, but
0: it. I think they did actually do, like, a full-on hug, but that was, like, at the end of the movie, after, like, a literal life-or-death fight.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, with friends and stuff <laughs> like, like that, after something epic, but, like, I mean, in terms of, in general... Normal, like, interactions, wise, no. Yeah, in, in they, normal relationships, they yeah. They
2: also portrayed very well, like... Even when they were still in San Francisco, when Alcofina's like, "I'm sorry, my job isn't good enough Kitty. for you," and oh, all yeah. that stuff, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty," typical Asian family. Too. Yeah.
1: yeah, the family. I guess the family scene yeah. in uh, in uh, uh, Katie's house that was very yeah. interesting, very very on point. Very yeah, on it
2: felt very genuine and. Real. yeah
1: and then also like the grandma asking right before he left like when are you, when are gonna, you gonna marry, marry? oh my gosh oh my god i was like yeah, was like, yeah. Was like,
2: yeah that, that's you basically... always get asked that like once you hit a certain age it's like if it's not the grandparents it's the parents if it's not the parents, someone it's in not... The, like someone oh, else animals. in the
0: family's asking yeah. Oh, yeah but like did you see what they were eating for breakfast was it dumb yeah. no it was congee yeah, it was congi. like oh I was classic, like classic chinese, chinese. Thing, yeah. like, kind of thing uh, the congee and like the fried dough so
1: yeah. I mean, I, so at least on point, I mean, if we can all, I don't know if we're all agreeing on this. It's like, it's very culturally, um, the, the culture, culturally accurate, yeah. very, in terms of like relationship wise, I feel like it was very important that they brought that in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think as well, the cutting and the, um, the way they like went between old and new in terms of like the backstory, like, yes, it started out with the whole, like, the history of the thing, but it still preserved some stories of between, like, say, um, why the mother died kind of thing into the middle of the movie. I feel like that cutting in uh, was very fluid the in the transitions. Yeah. Yeah. And I was very impressed in terms of how they were able to get those pieces <laughs> in without kind of, uh, without making it feel too... Um, I guess too in your face it was very, it felt natural
2: yeah yeah sure yeah
1: um. so in terms of um yeah so i guess um, how i guess who's your favorite character like with there's so many i mean i feel like with um this movie i don't know to me the names were all very Chinese. They weren't like, "Oh, it's Eric," or like Tom or Sean. Brady or something very like Tom and
2: Brady. You talk about Tom Brady, <laughs> or very, or some,
1: or something that's very, I guess, very uh,
2: roll off the tongue kind of name. Roll,
1: roll off the tongue, very easy for us to remember. I feel like, yeah, um, it's, it's all Chinese, right? It's like Wenwu, Li, um, Shangqi. Like, I mean, who? I guess it's it's kind of hard to remember all the characters' names. Mm-hmm. I feel like. To a certain extent, it might be more like, oh, who's this person kind of thing. But let's do our best. Who's your favorite character? And hopefully we can remember their names.
0: <laughs> That's hard.
1: So do you um, have any specific character that you feel like oh, was your favorite? Uh,
0: I forgot to say, like one of the other things that I found was a nice touch and was a pleasant surprise was yun are Who showed up and tallowed.
1: Okay, so oh, so all right. Yeah. So who's this? Who's this Yunlong, So Yunla, For our listeners,
0: actually, interesting fact. He is actually a Chinese martial artist. Okay. Who, so he's uh,
1: the old. He's the old man in Talo, yeah. um, teaching KD how to uh, shoot an shoot. arrow, or I guess the trainer. He doesn't really teach the arrow no. parts.
2: he's the guy that did not really accept them into Talo until Michelle Yo's character came
0: out and was like what are you doing okay. Yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> that Ho- one. hopefully
1: people know who that person is after watching movie yeah okay. yeah, yeah. so
0: like i actually grew up watching a lot of uh dramas with him in it and he actually does his own stunt kind of thing like so these are like old tv dramas and stuff so like i've known his face for like forever you know um and I, it was a really pleasant surprise to see him in this movie uh and like to kind of put in perspective of like um, how kind of famous-ish or in terms of martial arts like prowess, he is. He is the, I guess, Si Heng of the lady from Kung Fu Hustle uh, with the curly hair and stuff. Because okay. that lady's um, name is Yun Chao, so they're actually Si Heng and Si Mu. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. So the, yeah, so so students of the same master.
2: Yes. There. I yeah. did not I didn't know his name but I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's that yeah. dude yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. seen
0: him around so like
2: to yeah. me but I, think I was, the I best thing
0: for me in this movie is seeing familiar faces that I grew up watching on the big screen like that is done by like a western um t- movie making like movie studio by Hollywood by, by Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. basically yeah.
1: okay yeah, no, I mean, his face when he showed up. I mean, there was already a crazy star-studded cast in that sense. Like, we yeah. knew, like, it was Simu. We knew Tony Leung. We know Michelle Yeoh was in this. Like, these huge names that are in Asian cinema. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, seeing this, seeing him on screen, I was like, wait, what a second. There's another person I know. That's, yeah. like, big, but I guess it wasn't as huge. But I was just like, whoa. Hey, they got even more people than I expected. That's actually yeah, kind of cool. That
0: was a yeah. nice, pleasant surprise. Um...
2: In yep. terms of favorite character, I'm going to have to go with Shali.
1: The sister. Daddy, yeah, the
2: sister. Because, like, aside from not really knowing who the actress is, it's like knowing her story and how she was strong enough to teach herself everything even though her dad mm. pretty much shunned her from childhood. She was able to learn all the martial arts just by, like, watching. It's like she must have been a natural. And then her ability to build an empire an underground empire essentially without any help at mm-hmm. the age of 16 is really impressive and like ultimately i think she's a badass she so is a badass it's like yo that is freaking cool
1: okay yeah and okay.
2: i wish i could kick your butt like she kicked seems but just saying
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh okay.
2: yeah not happening
1: cool how about, how about you?
0: I don't know if I actually have, like, a favorite character.
1: Okay. So, I mean, all right. So, while you think I'm just going to say, I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit, I'm going to say Simu. <laughs> um, Shang-Chi, I mean, to a certain extent, like, for Sean's character, I guess, Shang-Chi, I feel like, um, I, I feel like the character is very, like, I mean, I've always been looking, I don't know, I was always looking, but... Until I saw the story his character story develop, I didn't know I was looking for a character that I could see myself in. Like at least even like up to the point of like holy crap, it's an Asian person. Like a lot of the times I feel like um this might just be more of like I mean, these...
0: just a big fan of Z Move.
1: Just no no no. <laughs> I mean no, like the character itself is like, hey, like I, I guess realizing, you know, a lot of times you watch like Oh, when I watched Iron Man, I was like, oh, man, he's so cool. I want to be like him, kind of thing. I'm like, oh, I'm an inventor, kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. But until you see, I guess, this shows shows how important this character can be for a lot of up-and-coming, even kids or anything like that, as to see that Asian face um, that is represented on the big screen as a main character, as a lead. Like, that story where, you know, he grew up without kind of like disappointing the family to a certain extent. And yeah. but he was still able to come back and seeing that I mean this story isn't necessarily transcendent of anybody's story. Right. Yes. Like it could be it could be like with T'Challa, it could be with um with uh, any, any like like Captain America like stuff like that where it's like oh those faces even if you want to go it's like that culture, right? You can find those people this type of story in any different culture. Mm -hmm. But seeing it in the Chinese culture where the cultural aspect, where they're able to depict all these interactions amongst the characters so well in the Asian context or the Chinese context, Mm -hmm. and then actually seeing him being able to overcome his fears and to encompass himself, to own up to, I guess, his history, right? Where, like, I guess one of the prominent things was, like, where he had to confess to kind of Katie uh, when he was in Talo.
2: Yeah. Where it was is, like, hey, geez.
1: you know, remember how I told you like I couldn't go through with actually killing, like the mark that my dad initially gave me. Yeah. I lied and I actually did. Like I've done mm-hmm. things that I'm not proud of. Yeah. Right. And this can happen in any culture, right? But I feel like being able to depict it with an Asian face, with a Chinese Chinese face. And being able to understand that, oh my God, like someone as this character can own up and kind of live with themselves. I felt like that was very powerful in itself. Like on screen presence is something that's really needed. So for me, I feel like, I mean, yes, Simu is, is amazing. <laughs> like, I'm like, like, I met him a couple times. He's a nice guy, he's a great guy. Love his stuff. And then he's like an up and coming star, everything best of him. But the character of Shang Chi itself, I think, was done justice through Simu's acting and through this movie as a whole, where it was able to portray kind of uh, like it gave a lot of um, important kind of um, points to consider for say like someone that's Chinese uh, growing up and stuff like that. I think I think it was a great idea and very in, very deep.
2: A lot more relatable than you would imagine, mm. especially being, like, Chinese growing up.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from, and it's, like, I felt the pang in the heart at that moment, but it was, like, I guess I don't watch and, like, analyze movies as much as you do in terms of, like, when you're watching it. Like, I kind of take it at face value, but I did feel that pang of, like, him disappointing katie not wanting to own up but ended up fessing up to it and then he's like i'm gonna make it right i'm gonna kill my father
1: well okay that, that that's,
2: part, i was just like
1: yeah that that was a little like the the, the next sentence yeah, the right next after part, that. i was
2: just like ooh, but like i kind of i get it like in terms of like you don't really want to fess up to like disappointing your friends and stuff and like like you said it can happen in any culture but i guess it just hits a little harder being chinese yeah together yeah yeah, yeah.
1: I think another cool part was actually going into when the the flashback where um, they go and hit the Iron Gang, where basically the dad was like taking uh, young Simu into like the like the slum kind of like the oh like, like the, like, where the hang- yeah where but the white gangsters like, were hanging I think out. It's a I was cha-lau. like. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this this scene is we've seen so many of these scenes it's in like a Asian got kind of oh triads God. and stuff like that, yeah. and TV shows and whatnot." And I, I was like, "Dude, this is actually really track. cool. Like, dude, they actually put that type of scene in in this, like, where we see we see these scenes all the time, but not in what not in Hollywood." And I was like, yeah. "Yo,
0: this is so cool." See that scene reminded me of Mulan.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, Tony uh, Lung
1: departed <laughs> right there it's, that's like it's that's, not you departed gotta do that.
0: departed is a different movie it's internal face, affairs. it's internal affairs departed was a ripoff
1: of yeah, internal affairs yeah no no. i'm affairs. saying i'm saying no. but it, yeah i'm saying it's it's that that thing right there like it's dude they got to do justice tony leung was in in mogando infernal affairs which departed like for tape. but whatever man you got you got you got to come back in that was pretty cool <coughs>
0: I don't think i really have like a so-called like i don't know if it's you would call it like a favorite character but more like the character that i could relate to i guess okay was probably Fala's character yeah like, she was so, so bad so, so the mom so the mom um like she legit gave up everything for her family to the point where she she basically won't she gave all of her, like she died for her family to protect her family. So, like to me, like that, I guess I relate to that more. Um, but at the same time, it's not like she's any like uh, weakling or anything. Like uh, she could uh, stand her own if she needed to, and it's not like she needed to be like fearful of her husband or anything. Like she could, she can beat his ass if she wanted to.
2: That scene was cool.
0: That was like so. <laughs> I was like, okay, but like, like you can see how how loving and gentle she is with her children, right? And like what she meant to, um, Tony Leung's character Wenwu, like she was legit the world to him. Like he lost it after she passed, right? Yeah. Like so, like to me, like like I feel like. I can relate to her most. Okay.
2: Mm. Oh, another thing in terms of like, coming back to the, I guess the martial arts that like were incorporated. I also find it like very fitting how like the guys, they are more of the type to use like Wing Chun and whatnot, Mm -hmm. while the girls are using Tai Chi, which is like a more like, it feels like a softer type of martial arts where you're not really attacking, you're more on the, defense and like you're, it's kind of like you use it's more fluid and i feel like girls are more sensitive to that sense like it seems like a more
0: feminine type of martial arts versus like the guys are all like well, i'm attack you to like your well, face okay well <laughs> i mean in like the whole chinese culture there's the yin and the yang right they're uh so like in like if you were to look at like a like a chinese review of that like somebody you say like from hong kong wrote about it what they say is basically is Yao zai which is like a common theme in like chinese martial art themes so Yao usually is talking about like more the fluidness and like the whole like yang side of the yin yang mm-hmm. like that um it doesn't mean that like um the the more assertive stronger more like male dominant side is any um stronger than the yin side so not like yang doesn't necessarily have to be is the more dominant side compared to the yin side because it's it's a give and take mm-hmm. they, they be, can be balanced whole. like in that sense like gong is referring to that yang side of like the martial art prowess kind of thing is that the more aggressive side <laughs> yes it's the more aggressive side so the more on the attacking side yeah. right yeah
1: i mean i think i mean yes he's saying like using Wing chun but if it's I, not just Wing Chun. If I remember from Wing Chun or like from Yip Man, the Yip Man movie from like Donnie Yen and stuff, mm-hmm. like itself is a history of like a, fighting like a woman's style. Right, it's, it's very so. I don't think like I don't it's know if it's not just Wing Chun. Accurate. They
0: incorporated multiple yeah, I like think um, it's martial accurate. arts.
1: All I'm saying is I don't think it's accurate to say Wing Chun is the more aggressive one. It's not it's aggressive because because it, itself Wing Chun it Wing Chun itself is not an aggressive type form of martial arts. i okay. think
2: it's whatever Tony was doing. Yeah, it's very yeah, yeah, yeah. aggressive versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Bala's It's just usually oh, usually
0: touching. portray like males to use that type of like the more aggressive type of martial artist. They seem yeah, like the no, no, go-getter sure. of their face while yeah, yeah. the girls so, are more like,
1: Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think that was, that was a very nice kind of way to depict it, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and it was a lot of, like the female, I think is more of like the tzele kind of like using, which is using like the a momentum, concept in tai Chi. Yeah, using the momentum against the opponent. Mm-hmm. Their, their own momentum or like very fluid, very kind of like movements that would like make it easier to kinda counter.
2: When you say they use their momentum, I'm like thinking of uh T'Challa's suit now. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> no, in, it a way, in a way kind of the
2: same. But where not like exactly. absorbs kinetic energy and like shoots it back at you. That's
1: the Wakandan way, right? <laughs> 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 Alright. All right. Yeah, so I mean I, I think uh with these spoilers and whatnot, uh hopefully we've haven't we haven't really actually spoiled I think we spoiled like bits and pieces of the movie but I don't think it's we've fine. actually Marvel
0: already spoiled one of the best reveals themselves it's fine
1: but I don't think we've uh, given I guess the whole movie encompassing itself uh, justice like I, yeah. I really don't think no. that even li- with us discussing about these certain particulars and ideas or even favorite scene characters etc I mean I would still encourage you. To still go and watch the movie, um, yeah. If I think you listen a... to
2: us talk about it and you haven't seen it, we haven't really given you like the major climax or any part of the movie that not like the yeah. I mean, just
1: the storyline, story yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, okay, so like, I mean, one thing I didn't really like was kind of like the whole kaiju going thing at the oh, end. But here's
0: the interesting thing, though,
1: like the whole like giant monsters fighting each other, um, but
0: but like here's the interesting thing mm-hmm. about that part of the movie. It's that in a way it's like the Asian mythology fighting the Western mythologies.
1: Yeah, no, I heard I heard a thing where it was like it was um, a Chinese dragon versus Arkham Horror.
0: I or like, mean, or, yeah, Overture, con-
1: kind of con- like concept Cthulhu Concept wise, yes, yes. Like a Cthulhu bat or something. Uh, so.
0: Concept wise it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the concept is cool. I just thought the CG could have been done better, but I mean and or you didn't have to maybe, I don't know, take it a different direction in terms of that fight i was like oh like godzilla kind of thing i was like mm. yeah but it's but, like,
0: it's kind of interesting to see like a clash on like asian mythology versus like western mythology at yeah. that point yeah
1: i mean it was cool i mean we can, we can kind I, of analyze i never
0: it. really saw it like that like,
2: i kind of it just kind of blew over my head i was just like oh great there's a dragon not that pretty there's ugly flying monkeys. <laughs> They're, they're just fighting bats. each other. But they're, not flying, sure they're mo- but
1: they're not flying monkeys. Yeah,
2: it, but bats. in my mind, I'm like <laughs> Wizard of Oz flying monkeys, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I I would say go watch a movie, um, and check it out. Uh, it is a really good story, uh, even if you're not well versed in Chinese culture, etc. I think give it a try or give it a shot. I think it, it, in the MCU, it's one of, I don't, it's, I don't know if I want to say it's. The the ratings in terms of like Rotten Tomatoes, ninety-three percent, ninety-seven percent, whatever, is is accurate, but I would give it at least a solid eighty five. Like it's something that is a great origin story, very unique. Um
2: Would you say it's one of your let's say it was one of your top three Marvel movies then?
1: Probably not.
0: Okay, definitely not. I don't but think it's so, one but of those like ones that i wouldn't mind watching as an origin story again like i would watch over and over again yeah like i kind of like dr strange it's like, like not the best movie out there but it's an interesting story i wouldn't mind I, and i re-watching. think
1: we're i'm, I'm for sure 100 percent biased more towards because of the chinese culture so yeah. i would but i would say like because of that i would definitely like hands-down watch it again kind of thing same but if you want to say like oh like mcu which one's the best i mean i feel like you can't beat iron man just yeah, like, Iron it,
0: Man
2: holds like a, a very near and dear spot in yeah, my heart. Yeah,
1: it's the whole thing that started the whole MCU, like kind of thing. And like Tony Stark is like, holy crap, like you see Robert Downey, you see Tony Stark. Yeah. Right? And and just the whole kind of the buildup of it. Um, I guess what it what it means to the MCU, what it means and, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. like in itself, like I feel like Iron Man still is like king. Like you mm-hmm. can't it's so hard to beat. But I think, uh, as for like someone that's a Jok that's someone that is, that grew up with the Chinese culture, I, w- I would be like, I'm down to like watch it again. It would be high up there for me.
2: I think I also related just a bit more also because of the whole San Francisco aspect of it.
1: too. Mm. But they're yeah, also yeah. not yeah. the only
2: superhero in San Francisco. Yeah, just
1: like kind of like how <laughs> yeah, a little bit right. more invested <laughs> with Ant-Man, just because it was in San Francisco. Yeah. I but, think that's
2: why my mom was like, I told, I asked my mom like her favorite, and she was like, Ant-Man. Ant-Man's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, but I mean, to some <laughs> like extent, it's, it's like, isn't that scenes. cool? I mean, Paul Rudd's funny, but
2: not that funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like, <laughs> don't it, come for me. It's it's more of like, I guess it's because of the nostalgia with SF yeah. or connection with it, um, but for sure, Shang Chi's like up above that. Like I'm yeah. super, ex- I'm super stoked for the for the following sequels or anything that is going to involve him because uh, yeah, I care. am
2: interested to finding out more about like the actual legend of the Ten Rings. Okay, like they yeah. didn't really give you much aside from yeah, I know there was no maybe he took maybe he stole it from a tomb, maybe he took it from a crater, but it's like
0: where's the actual legend? Like I want to know the it, facts yeah, about this legend. Maybe they'll talk about that in like a sequel or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. we'll have to keep our eyes peeled. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, last I'm, thing before you do, what was your favorite thing about the movie? Not the character, but like a thing about the movie.
1: What do you mean? I don't
0: know, it could be anything in the movie.
1: The rings. The rings are pretty cool. Stay, stay, stay for the end credits scene. That was really cool. Yeah.
0: What's yours then? Your favorite thing about the whole movie? Uh, favorite thing? I'm gonna say Morris. <laughs> the fluffiness
2: of it um, okay it's turkey. like tied between the pig chicken and the two lions okay oh, so okay. anything fluffy okay. yep yeah, okay i don't i mean I, I the nine tails did not really draw me to them they are kind of fluffy but the lions like seeing their stoic faces like guarding kind also. of guard the village when they were like ready for the fight uh, yeah
0: yeah i was like oh my gosh they are so cute mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she also has this thing for slightly dopey, slightly dopey faced at certain sure. times. But uh, I would say my favorite part of the movie was probably the choreography of all the fights. Those were some amazing stunts.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, whatever you're going to go watch the movie for, um, feel free to let us know uh, once you're done, uh, because we would love to have more discussions about this. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, um, or even email us. Um, but all our information will be in the show notes. So give us a shout, uh, listeners, uh, thank you for lending us your ears for this bonus episode of the bamboo star podcast. I am John.
0: I am Asunta. And I'm Angelina.
1: Awesome. And maybe we'll talk more later on, but until then, Bye. Bye. -bye. The Bamboo Star Podcast is an independent production in hopes of documenting our thoughts and experiences as Chinese individuals growing up in a Western culture. This podcast is co-hosted by Angelina, Asunta, and myself, Jonathan Han, with editing done by Irina Chung. We thank you, the listener, for lending us your ears for this episode. We would love to hear your thoughts and views on this topic as well. Feel free to connect with us and the community on Twitter and Instagram at Bamboo Star Pod. Alternatively, any lengthier replies or comments can be sent to us at bamboostarpodcast at gmail.com.